today's episode is all about how expectation, what you have come to expect about the future and how it can be a serious hinder in what you really want with your life and what is actually coming to you. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. So at the start of 2019, I made a commitment to share my real self as much as I can and as much as I am. And that is why I am giving you the good parts, the bad parts and everything in between. So this week's episode is super duper personal and I can understand why if you're listening to this and you're listening objectively, you might think it might be an issue as I probably shouldn't share it, but I am sticking with my commitment of sharing with you and therefore I'm giving you a very, very personal diary entry that I made about expectation. And I want to break down what expectation is, especially when it comes to bringing you what you want in your life. You know, you have this idea of how things are going to turn out, you know, especially if you've got a really good routine, you know, okay, cool. If I go to the gym today, I'm going to sweat it out. I'm going to feel good for the rest of the day. I'm going to eat, you know, a pie and feel great. And that's an expectation that you can build up if you do it enough times. Then you have expectations with how you think things are going to play out. A good sort of example of it is when you go out with friends, right? If you go out with a group of friends that you know and that you've gone out with before, you can expect that you're going to have a very similar time that you have with them as you have had previously. And one thing I guess that stops a lot of people from going out and meeting new people is that they don't know what to expect when they go out uh, to say like a meetup or a blind date or a, you know, a blind meeting where someone should set you up like, hey, this is this really awesome business person. You have no idea how it is going to play out. And a lot of times people let their expectations stop them because they don't know what to expect. They talk themselves out of it. Oh, I don't know what it's going to be like. Oh, But if you just step away from that expectation, let go of it, it actually turns out to be way better than you could have thought. So long as you're in a safe situation. One thing that I had to really do was let go of how I thought my life was going to be in New Zealand. I had expectations about how quickly my radio career was going to unfold, how quickly I was going to find a house, how quickly I was going to find my stuff and feel actually like I belonged. And when I was looking for a house, I had set intentions. I was visualizing, I was manifesting a house that was drenched in sunlight. And for me, the one tiny detail that I kept holding on to was Venetian blinds. And I looked in lots of different places. I got very close to accepting a place because it had sunlight and Venetian blinds. But I think if I had accepted that place, it was more expensive. I probably would be struggling and not enjoying the life that has been unfolding in front of me. And so I'm really glad I let go of that Venetian blind expectation because I found a lovely place in a really good location for the right price. And one thing that I sort of had to to really keep and be mindful of was the fact that I had certain things that I needed to live by or certain criteria that I needed for a house, right? So I needed a certain price point. I needed it close to my work and I also needed it three bedrooms. So I'm looking in in certain places where I can find those sorts of things. But this whole Venetian blind on the window was just aesthetics. It was 
something that I saw in my mind, but it didn't actually have to happen. So once I let it go, I found a really, really lovely place. It happens in so many different parts of your life and it can be applied in so many different ways and areas that this audio journal that I'm going to share with you is a prime example of it just going from one part of my life to another. And this part of my life is something that I wasn't really sure what was going on until I actually sat back and reflected and I just let the world unfold in the way that it does. You know, you can't control how you're going to get the things that you want, but you can control the effort that you put in to get them. So after very recent events, um, I guess I really need to start thinking about what it is that I actually really want and to try and just be a little bit more open to whether or not what is happening to me right now is actually the world and the universe giving me what I want, but I just refuse to see it that way or I'm not really understanding that that is like I'm actually getting it without knowing that I have it. So um, I have been getting some serious vibes from my housemate. Um, He just lives in the same house as me. We live very separate lives. He is Brazilian, a lovely, lovely man, super generous, super kind. We get along really well. He's 26. But there are a lot of things that I recognize and I see in him that I'm not sort of into. Yeah, the first night we met, I felt some serious vibes and I was just like, well, that's weird. Don't know. And then just kind of like kept putting it to the side. And that was like the first night that I actually came to Auckland. You know, I didn't think anything of it. He was just a really nice dude who had good chats. And then I went back to Australia, packed up my life and came back here and didn't even think of anything going on between me and him. And then I guess as I spent more time here, we started hanging out lots more. And then um, like I knew I was like I was starting to feel more vibes. But and and these are kind of like deep internal connection to him vibes and not really sure what's going on there. And I'm going off and I'm dating other people. I'm going on dates and stuff. And and I'm thinking like, what is going on with these vibes? Like, should I really do anything about them? And then we talk about legitimately Netflix and chilling, not like sexual kind, just like actually watching Netflix because there wasn't a TV that we could actually like chill and just like hang out because the living space in the house that I live in currently doesn't have that sort of environment. So we ended up just like suggesting watching movies and I brought up okay, like I'm all right with that. Like I'm, I don't mind a bit of a cuddle every now and then. Like that's cool. So long as, you know, you're okay with platonic cuddling. And I brought it up knowing that I was feeling these vibes. And I don't even know why I said platonic cuddling, but I felt like I needed to say it because I still wasn't sure what to do about these vibes. And now here I am cuddling with this lovely ginormous man who is so incredibly like engulfing and beautiful. And I feel safe when I'm with, oh God. So that happened quite a lot. And it was like, nice, you know? The whole time we're cuddling, I'm starting to feel even more connected to this person vibes. But in my mind, like I watch the way he lives. I've seen certain things happen to him and I go, you know, I guess I'm sort of judging him in a way because I think of him this way and I don't want to be that judgmental. Anyway, so things just continue to unfold and we ended up getting drunk. And like the weird thing is, right, so when when I would see him, when I do hug him, 
it's like I don't want to stop. I really appreciate the way he smells. Like it's something like all of these signs I'm going like, why? Why is this happening with someone who I'm not really sure on? And then I guess, you know, Sparks flew last night, ended up hooking up. And now I'm like, you know, I was totally in my head thinking about the things wrong with him and the things wrong with the situation. And it's not how I think I want it, that I think it's kind of time to sort of start, like I need to revisit a list of qualities and a list of the kind of love that I want that I wrote on the 1st of the 12th, 2017. Holy shit. This is like over a year ago. Oh, okay. Here we go. This is going to be an interesting journey. The kind of love that I want is one that lets me live an independent life, but who I can turn to when I need help. It's the kind of love that gives good advice, but lets me make my own decision. The kind of love that is wise and that I respect and trust the advice that is given. The kind of love that reminds me that I am my own person and the master of my destiny and that I shouldn't get lost in their life, words or actions. The kind of love that lets me shout and carry on when I don't get my way, but lets me apologize, especially and come back when I've calmed down. The kind of love that doesn't hold a grudge and the kind of love that makes me laugh. The kind of love that I can have adventures with. Oh, oh yeah, we're going to be here why? because I wrote a pretty long list. can't believe I wrote it two years ago. Oh my God, that's it. No, no, there's more. Um, The kind of love that is soft, caring, nurturing, humble, and supportive. And the kind of love that inspires me to want to be better. Now, I don't know if I'm getting that kind of love from this person, my housemate. And I'm really not sure, but I feel something chemical with him. And I'm denying the feeling because in my head it's not what I want and I've just gone through it I want I think I need to sort of like sit down and reflect if I am getting that from him because if I am then I really need to start number one having some serious conversations with myself and then number two having some serious conversations with him because I'm really not sure about this whole like being in a relationship thing it's been a while and it's been a while since I've actually felt this way about someone because I've been in relationships but not had this feeling for a good like five years oh and it's kind of making like it's giving me anxiety of the pelvis I don't know like it's a weird like it's a it's a chakra thing right I feel like when I was having anxiety in my head like it was stress and it was you know all of that and I guess when you have anxiety in your back it means that you know like it's kind of something to do with your own confidence and your own will and this is anxiety of the pelvis and what the fuck does that mean I mean, it's probably something sexual because it's kind of down there in that region. But like, what even is this? And how have I tapped into this? It's not like a bad anxiety. It's kind of like a warm, fuzzy feeling. (laughs) And if it's anxiety of the pelvis and that IE means like, I'd like this person or a, you know, it's too soon to say love, but like it could probably grow into love. Is that something that I should be exploring? I mean, I gave myself, I made myself a commitment, right? When I left for New Zealand, that I was going to let myself be seen, especially when it comes to being in a relationship, because I didn't do that in my previous relationship. I didn't let myself be vulnerable. I didn't share 100% because I was so incredibly fucked over in the last person who I felt that pelvic anxiety for. And now I'm scared to, to do that, to tell him that because... When I do, I'm giving him the opportunity to absolutely tear not just my pelvic anxiety, but my heart 
to shreds and I don't know that I'm ready for that risk. But having had multiple conversations, very big conversations, and recognizing that I have already, I am already in this position, but some of my dad's words ring true right now, and that is with risk comes reward. And you know that whole saying, you know, you got to risk it for the biscuit. I'm pretty sure these biscuits are going to taste fucking amazing. I just don't know if I'm going to burn them. So far, no burnt biscuits yet. Uh, Things are very new and fresh. So, you know, I just am putting things in a place where we're seeing how things go. But also, I'm accepting that person for who they are and for what it is and whatever comes from it will not have an expectation. It's almost a case of like taking a step back and thinking about what it is that you really, really want and why you're getting so bogged down in certain details. And if those details aren't met, then you'll stop yourself from enjoying what is right in front of you. And there's been so many points in my life that I have stopped enjoying what's right in front of me because I'm too busy chasing everything else and my expectation of what I should be getting that has actually hindered me enjoying the moment right now. So I think it's a really important exercise for you. If you're working towards something, whether it's life, love, a business, a career, connecting with family, what your expectations are of them and that situation and how you can take a few small steps away from those expectations. And it's not an easy thing, right? It won't happen overnight, but a lot of it comes from accepting and being in the moment, especially when it comes to relationships with people and family members. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Thank you.